Good morning. Today is Tuesday, April 13th, 2021, Rosh Chodesh It is so ironic that the one Parsha, our double portion this Shabbos, which is the double portion of Tazriya Mitzorah, that sounds, when we read it, the most bizarre and the most unrelatable to us, it is so ironic that this portion should contain the lesson that most precisely parallels and enlightens our present situation. It's incredible. Our Parsha describes Tsara'as, which is wrongly translated as leprosy. Actually, it was a visible condition a discoloration on one's body or clothing or home that came as a result of a spiritual shortcoming. The consequences of this condition, tsaras, on one's body or clothing is, the Pusik tells us, kol asher bo, for as long as this discoloration is present, yitama, the person is tame, ritually impure. Tamehu. They're impure, ritually impure. What happens? Badad yeshev. They must sit alone. Michutz lamachana moshavo. Away from the camp. They are exiled. They have to go away and stay alone by themselves. In other words, they have to be in isolation. They have to be in quarantine. Our Parsha describes a situation that calls forth quarantine and isolation. Now, I want to be very clear. There is no sense whatsoever in which that applies to us today. It would be terribly wrong to assume that a global pandemic is a consequence of some type of sin. God forbid. Judaism rejects that idea. So I, I want to be clear, there is no uh, connection between the condition of Tsaras and the pandemic in which we find ourselves. None whatsoever. But both, as different as they are, are presented as an opportunity to make constructive use of the time alone for a positive purpose. That was the goal available to one with Saras, and that is available to us now if we make constructive use of it. Rabbi Elio Dessler, a great scholar of the early and mid-1900s, wrote, a person may come to know themselves in three ways. In their aloneness, when they are giving as opposed to taking, and when they are striving to achieve what is beyond their grasp. Being alone, <coughs> excuse me, being alone can be devastating. Physically, and emotionally. People are suffering today 
in ways that are unknown, even unimaginable to many of us. And without contradicting that, or even detracting from that, being alone can also be an opportunity to truly know yourself, to realize and rearrange the priorities in your life that can elevate the rest of your life if we use it. And the potential treasure that is available to us is made most clear in the last part of this week's Parsha, when the subject arises of Nige Batim, when Tsaras appears on the wall of one's home. Remember, I mentioned Tsaras can appear on a person's skin, on a person's clothing, and a person's home. A discoloration on the wall of a person's home, if that is Tsaras, the consequence is terrible. The consequence is that the person must disassemble their entire house stone by stone, brick by brick, until the individual pieces are laying on the ground. Completely disassembled. It's catastrophic. Imagine the trauma that a person would feel where it becomes necessary for your entire home to be disassembled, laid out in pieces on the ground. No more home. But listen to what our rabbis in the Medrash say. Our rabbis say, It is good news if a nega of tsaras appears on the wall of your home. Good news? What do you mean good news? Look what you have to go through. It's traumatizing. How can you call it good news? The rabbis go on to explain. Because the previous owners of those houses, in the years before the Jewish people came into the land of Israel, the owners who knew that the Jewish people were coming to conquer their land, they took treasures. They took all their wealth. They took their gold and their jewels and they hid them in the walls of their homes. They were hidden. So when the Jews came, they could have been living there for a year, two years, five years, 50 years, 150 years. They never would have known because the homes were generally made of stone. And who knows what's behind a stone wall? But when this nega of Tsaras appears and it becomes necessary to disassemble every single stone, every single brick, every single piece, notate habayis, you had to take apart your home, umotza'an, and you would find the treasure. Now, this does not mean it's not bitter. To take apart your home is horrible. It is traumatic. 
but there is a positive outcome. There is a treasure hidden inside that trauma. Who would imagine how such a relevant lesson for us today would come from this Parsha? But that is the lesson. There is tragedy and there is great suffering, but there is also the opportunity to look for treasure, to look for constructive growth. So let me share with you this story. I heard this story from Rabbi Melech Biederman, and he told this story about a man who lived in Yerushalayim, whose name was Rabbi Pinchas Rosenberg, a blessed memory. This Rabbi Rosenberg at the end of his life was very, very sick and he was in great pain and he was suffering and Rabbi Biederman used to visit him. And the thing about this Rabbi Rosenberg is that notwithstanding the terrible suffering and pain he was in at the end of his life, he always had a smile on his face. He always had an upbeat mood. He always was living besimcha with joy, incredible, unimaginable. So Rabbi Biederman visited him near the end of his life. This was just two days before he passed away. And he asked him, how are you able to retain this kind of a mood? How can you keep a smile on your face with what you're going through and with what you know is going to happen to you? And so this Rabbi Rosenberg told the following story. He said, once there was a family and they lived on the fourth floor of an apartment building. And once it happened during the day, there were several children at home. All of a sudden, a guest arrives and comes through the door. A lion, a lion comes into their apartment and the children are screaming. They're running to hide. They're, they're uh, hysterical with fear. But there's one child who's standing still, who's standing quiet. He's watching the lion. The other children are running around. They're screaming, run, hide, save yourself. And he's standing. He's quiet. He's calm. The lion comes closer. The other children start to say, Shema Yisrael, they really believe it's the end of their life. God forbid their, li their young lives are going to end. And finally, the lion took off his costume and it was their father. So the other children ran over to the one calm child and they said, how did you know it was Tati? How did you know it was our father? Why didn't you think it was an actual lion? We thought it was an actual lion. And this one child answered, listen, we live on the fourth floor. A lion does not have a key to our door. Only our father has the key. So it had to be our father. It could not possibly have been a live lion. Rabbi Rosenberg said he knew that he was in trouble. 
But he also knew that his father, God, only he had the key. So no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter how much it hurts, it's a costume. And underneath, he said, it's still my father who loves me. And there is no reason to be afraid. This is the lesson from Tsaras that we desperately need right now. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing every one of you soon in person.